I'm just looking for a Lucy Goosey game. All right. Get your room. <laughs> my name's his cock. Look, Goosey Goosey Gander. Your cock, my cock, her cock, and his cock. Looking for a Goosey 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 Gander. <laughs> one episode without an excess of penis jokes. I really do. Well, then you, you should start. Yeah, you should start paying attention to the people's I names. I could have done a true kind podcast and just been really <laughs> depressed all the time. I feel like the uh, Japanese one, we didn't do any penis jokes. In no, there. they were all ass jokes. Yeah, see? You're welcome. They were all butthole jokes. Yeah. What a promotion for us. <laughs> That's a whole other <laughs> level. We get a review. Like, I really they like were... when they switch it up. They're not always the same. Sometimes the jokes are about. Penises. They were all rosy jokes. <laughs> the next time, the jokes were about the anus. It's different every time. <laughs> there was also an Irishman where we had vaginal jokes. So, we're diverse. We've come from afar, bringing tales from before. Old dragons drink bourbon, but we three drink more. Welcome back to Dragon's Drink Bourbon. I'm Ella. Quack, quack. I'm Miles. And I'm Cletus. Getting ready for a fusion dance, which no one could see. I was outsiders. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <I'll hold> <laughs> but yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah. That's more exciting. You power up. Yeah. You guys if we do it properly. If we do it, <laughs> if we do it properly. Right. Yeah. We do. yeah, that's true. If you do it improperly, it's just a mutant. Just a freaky <clears throat> mutant. Yep. Still no abomination. <laughs> well, I'm very tired today. And I'm going to let the guys tell you what we're drinking like I normally do. And I'm going to take a little nap. Well, today we are drinking what is called a fistful of bourbon. That is the actual name. It has five blends of straight bourbon whiskey. It's 45% alcohol by volume. And it's created with over a hundred years of whiskey blending experience. Mm. I can't read that. What does that word say? Oh, sourcing. Mm. Sourcing? (laughs) Sourcing and blending five straight whiskeys to create a big balanced bourbon that stands apart from everything else. Yes. In a world where bourbon Stands against everything else. Five different ingredients make up a fist full of bourbon. That was a nice snap. Okay. Wake up. (laughs) Grab a bunch of put on the makeup. I just got something to do with this shake up. Why'd you leave the keys up at the table? Here we go, create another fable. You wanted to. Well, today. Welcome. Is a day in a week where I didn't have time to sleep. And I also didn't have time to research a news story. So we're doing more nursery rhymes. Hey, woo! And I've pulled out the magic jar from underneath the table. (laughs) You can sleep when you're asleep, is what they say. Eh. I think last time Cletus drew first and then Miles drew second. Mm. So we can start in that same order. Or we could do it the opposite way. Mm-hmm. It's time e- for some equality. Equality. Here. Exactly. That's right. 
Let me slam my fingers up in here. Mm. Oh, yeah, I could phrase that better. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> this one is called Ring Around the Rosie. And for you sick freaks out there, it's not what you think. <clears throat> not that ring. Not, not that, that ring. Not that ring. Not that rosy. Not this posy. That's right. I think last time we went through the rhyme first. So, yeah, I'll do that. Ring a ring of rosies, a pocket full of posies, a tissue, a tissue, we all fall down. The king has sent his daughter to fetch a pail of water, a tissue, a tissue, we all fall down. The robin on the steeple is singing to the people, a tissue, a tissue, we all fall down. The wedding bells are ringing, the boys and girls are singing, a tissue, a tissue, we all fall down. You gotta wake up for this. Yeah, hide man back then. All right, boys, what do we think this rhyme is about? Wasn't it about the plague? Sickness. Whoa. They were down with the sickness. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I was going to do that, but I don't think I can. Oh, practice. Yeah. Did you say the plague or the Black Death? That's I did. right. I did. Yeah. The only nursery rhyme I know. Same. Some symptoms of the Black Death were rosy red rashes. Mm-mm. Those ill would literally <laughs> reek of death. What What did you do? He said, you said some symbols of the Black Death were, and I just pointed it to <laughs> him. We're the best of friends. <laughs> some symptoms of the Black Death were rosy red rashes. Those ill would literally reek of death. Alliteration there. So the dying would keep flowers, herbs, and posies to keep the smell away. The bubonic plague killed 15% of Britain's population. What a fun fact. I started that so cheerfully. (laughs) (laughs) Hence, ashes, ashes, we all fall down, i.e. dead. But I just noticed autocorrect changed ashes to atashu, atashu. We all fall down dead. (laughs) So... I propose that version to our audience. <laughs> um, but I, as I was researching, Snopes actually labeled that this interpretation was false, and they quote folklorist Philip Hiscock with a more likely suggestion. Folklorist who? Philip. Yeah. Hiscock. Philip his cock. Philip his cock. It's probably not pronounced that way, but that is exactly yes. how it's spelled. He wants to yeah. fill up his cock. He does. Wow. I think he named himself that. For I a think so That's too. Like I really right don't see these things on my own. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Jonathan Hickenbottom. I'll be goddamn. No, no, no. I'll be goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna make fun of me anymore. <laughs> I'll be damned if I go through this life named Nancy. <laughs> Anywho, Mr. Philip had a more likely suggestion, which I enjoy because I figured you guys would know Black Death, and I like to tell you you're wrong. Mm. His proposal is that the nursery rhyme probably has its origins in the religious ban on dancing amongst Protestants in the 19th century. Everybody cut loose, foot loose. In Britain, as well as here in North America. (laughs) Adolescents found a way around the dancing ban with what was called in the United States the play party. 
Mm. Play parties consisted of ring. Co- well, it's a play party. <laughs> play parties consisted of ring games, which Mine differed. Mine too, buddy. Yeah. Mine too. <laughs> you can't dance. You gotta play those ring games. <laughs> idle hands, idle feet. <laughs> oh, she had to get a shot glass. <laughs> We've driven her to the drink. Good. <laughs> Join us. Everybody cut loose. Bourbon loose. Lord of bourbon, give me Picked strength. Pick up your bourbon shots. <laughs> Shoot them right down. They get pretty drunk. Play parties consisted of ring games, <laughs> which differed from square dances only in their name and their lack of musical accompaniment. Which means they were dancing without music, which isn't sad at all. <laughs> well, no wonder they dan- banned dancing. Right. Like, it, you bunch of idiots, you gotta have music for. You know what? Just no more fucking dancing. One no and more two dancing. And three and two. Wait, is that how you count one and. Cletus, pick another. Cleet, cleet. Cleet, Yeah. Yeah, that didn't. Oh, cleet, cleet. No regrets there. No regrets. No regrets. <laughs> Goosey Goosey Gander. Favorite. I, I remember have... Dublin dropping to old Goosey Goosey Gander. That's when we didn't have any music. This song is about Canada Gooses. Hmm. Well, do you want to hear it first? Fucking yeah. vicious they are. Play that shit. So I have two versions and a bonus verse for you. <laughs> the original was published in 1784, so that gets to be a little hint for you. Hmm. I do not know the tone. You know what? Actually, fuck this. I can edit. I didn't do this last time. I don't remember the tune, so. Oh, yeah. We could have done this last time. And so we I were just... drunk, though, last time. That's yeah, oh, fair. Very dangerously drunk. <laughs> Goosey goosey gander, where shall I wander? Upstairs and downstairs. In my lady's chamber, there you'll find a cup of sack and a race of ginger. A race of ginger. <laughs> I, I sang it like it race. continued, but it ended there. And then oh. there's the, the common version. Goosey, goosey gander, whither shall I wander? Upstairs and downstairs and in my lady's chamber. There I met an old man who wouldn't say his prayers. So I took him by his left leg and threw him down the stair. That is you 100%. <laughs> I feel like if you had a nursery rhyme, <laughs> that would be you. I mean, and then, then there's a, a turn for the worst there. Right, then yeah. there's a bonus verse to the common version. Whoa. The stairs went crack. He nearly broke his back. Mm. And all the little ducks went quack. Quack, quack. <laughs> I don't know what gooses have to do with any of this. I'm not sure. All right, boys. What do we think this rhyme is about? Infidelity. Unfair and- work work wages. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Lucy Goosey Gander. Uh, Infidelity. I should have listened to the words. And- <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to the rhythm. Well, well that, doesn't, like, okay. that doesn't ever help anyway, because like, there'll be... Say one thing, and then it's like, this is about oppression. It's mm. like, yeah, power to the people. Woo! What is this song about? Vacuuming. <laughs> it's like, oh, 
Okay. We'll see Gandalf. Uh, it was about looking out for your fellow man. Did you say religious persecution? I sure did. That's right. I could kind of see that, actually. Mm-hmm. It reflects a time when <clears throat> Catholic priests would have to say their forbidden Latin-based prayers in secret, even in the privacy of their own home. The threatening lines imply the fate if Protestants caught them. Or maybe, according to folklorists, it originates with the lines school children sang as they pulled off a crane flies <laughs> or like a daddy long legs legs. Mm. Which definitely isn't disturbing. Well, they're spiders, I mean. Yeah, it's still a little serial killer-y to just be like, ooh, a living creature. I'm gonna pop its legs off. What a fun game with my friends. Well, I mean, it's a spider. So it's not a spider though. A daddy long legger is not a spider. Well, it's got eight legs, don't it? No, I think it has six. Well, it's a bug. Bugs aren't sentient. Except for a Nazi. Yeah, but he could, like... Write stories and shit. And cook with his dick. (laughs) The whole family could. He he couldn't do that. Those were lies. Those were lies. Oh, no, they do have eight legs. Daddy long legs or harvestmen are familiar Missouri animals. They are not spiders, but opalionoids. Opalionoids. Opalin... They're bugs. word. Mm. They have a fused body form, but they lack silk and venom glands. So they're just bugs. Yeah. Often confused for spiders because they do have eight legs, but they're not spiders, apparently. Anyway, Miles, pick another one. Here I go. That's the ticket. Oh, that's just an animal on the back. This is a blank, unless this is it. Is it just like the picture that I'm supposed to? Oh, I just really like the picture. I didn't want to throw it out. So, So do you want to draw a real one? (laughs) All right. My next pull or draw or whatever you want to call it is Rub-A-Dub-Dub. Three individuals, to be all-inclusive, in a tub. I don't have this energy. Rub-a-dub-dub, three men in a tub, and who do you think they were? The butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker, they sailed out to, bleh, they all sailed out to sea. I don't know where the tune goes from here. Hey. <laughs> they all sailed out to sea, t'was enough to make a man stare. Tunes. <laughs> Rub-a-dub-dub, three men in a tub, and who do you think they be? The butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker, all put out to sea. That's it. All right, boys. What do we think this rhyme is about? Being punished for crimes. Put people out to sea. So being framed and put out to sea. Yeah, that seems about right. Jobs becoming obsolete. Mm. Did you say sexual entertainment? That's right. I can see it. (laughs) It was three dudes in a tub. It was three dudes in a tub. Originally, and maybe not too, too surprisingly, as we started out with naked dudes, as both Cletus and Miles have pointed out, this rhyme was actually focused on sexual entertainment. Wait, why were they naked? Because they were in a tub. 
And you don't want to get in the in the ocean. Did you imagine you three on. men in full Victorian suits sitting in a tub together? No, I imagined people in like their the suits of their professions, like a butcher in a butcher's. Okay, well, the baker and a baker's thing. They were only like wearing their hats. Oh, which is a term for protection. So at least they were safe. Okay. Yes, that's um, what I was saying. If you're gonna have fun. The Victorians in England tried to tidy this one up because originally the central characters were three maids in a tub and the format was very much not for children. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So naked women ain't for children, but no, naked sir. dudes is? I Absolutely. think I was mistaken. I was like, it started with naked guys. So, so nowadays, back then, they were like, whoa, 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 we can't sing this song about naked women to children. Let's make it naked men. So actually, and it just, it really, it pains me to say this, like, I'm getting like anxiety pains in my chest. It just, Miles was right and they weren't naked. Oh, so when they, it pains you to say that we were right. No, you like were. it hurts. Mm. It hurts a lot. That's fair. It still hurts. Sorry. I needed a second. <laughs> no, no. I just appreciate that. You know, it's first time for everything. <laughs> <laughs> Well, only because every time I'm wrong, I cut it. <laughs> right. Score one for whole miles. <laughs> will it make it in this time? We will see. <laughs> Hopefully. Um. So, the limer it was a limerick, and it was about a popular attraction at traveling fairs, a peep show. Mm. People could watch women bathe and touch each other, and it is as bad as it sounds. Wait. They watched women bathe and they touched each other or the women touched <laughs> the each women other? The women touched okay. each Both. other. Both. 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey, check this out. Hey, uh, while we're checking this out. <laughs> to make it less explicit. Dutch rotor, like, I'll move your arm, you move my arm. It ain't gay. Hey, get that other dude. Let's maybe go over and walk this <laughs> Hey, yo, candlestick maker, you want in on this? You know with a name like that he does. Don't even play. <laughs> An elephant walking the tub. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I really hate that one of our like brand repeating jokes yep. is the elephant walk. Is the fucking <laughs> elephant walk. Continuity. I'm never putting that on a t shirt. Ever. I'll do it. It's already there. I'll do it. Yeah. It's going to be hand-drawn by Cletus. In, they came in last week. I just yeah. haven't told you. They're $50 a piece, but Cletus drew them by hand. <laughs> by hand. Each individual one. They're going to be like, is it a donkey? I think it's supposed to be three men. <laughs> Mine looks like a tree that's like exploding. <laughs> he did his best. Just that 1990s is. Yeah. They're going to come across lines. like a poor, unknowing, like grandmother on the streets. Like, oh, did your child draw that shirt? <laughs> no, it was a 30 some year old man in Alabama. Hey, That's so concerning. hold on a second. <laughs> Do you usually make fun of people with autism or is this like a special occasion? For you? <laughs> Considering I make fun of myself quite often, I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> Um, to make it less explicit and less gay, they replaced the maids with three men. That sounds strange. Because men can definitely just hang out in a tiny tub together as really good bros. Hobbits <laughs> did it. That's fair. 
I'm not touching that. You got me with that one. They splished and splashed and sang songs in the tub. It's like one of the gayest scenes I've ever heard in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> All right, Miles, you're next. No, or no, Cletus is. No, I am. I know the order. <laughs> Taking away my I'm rights. Georgie Porgy. Oh. Okay, so this is also, they're very short, but there's an original and then there's the common version now. Oh. I'm making up the tune because that is the creative liberty you can take when you have your own <laughs> podcast. Georgie Porgy. I am not doing it that well. So the original is Roly Poly putting in pie, kissed the girls and made them cry. When the girls began to cry, Roly Poly runs away. And then there's the common version. Georgie Porgy putting in pie, kissed the girls and made them cry. When the boys came out to play, Georgie Porgy ran away. Mm. Rape. He's a rapscallion. He's a tomfoolerist. All right, boys. What do we think this rhyme is about? I just told you. Non-consent. Well, you didn't wait for me to ask the question. <laughs> Dora has gained sentience. <laughs> Wrong. Did you say royal fat shaming? You probably did, because it's rather obvious this time. That was pre-written in my notes, but you guys didn't guess it, so I read it anyway. Fat shaming? It's How fat. is it? Fat well, this oh, roly-poly. Yeah, okay. this one was obvious. Whereas the other ones that were obvious were not obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Love that logic train. Yeah. You know all the other times where we said it was something different? Not this one. Shame on you for not getting it. Georgie Porgy was actually the prince regent, later George IV. A tad on the tubby side, George weighed in at more than 17 and a half stones, mm. which is equivalent to 245 pounds with a waist of 50 inches. And as such, <laughs> we're not coming for everyone. This is just historical so, fact. So modern day America. Got it. Yeah. Just America. <laughs> just America. <laughs> America. Fuck yeah. yeah. Also, if you weigh this, do not be offended. I'm reading historical fact. I do, and I am. Says the twig at the table. (laughs) And I'm not. (laughs) Hey, hey, he can't help what color he is. (laughs) (laughs) Deceased. I can't win. (laughs) The name of the game. (laughs) So, um... George's weight and waistline aside, he becomes a constant source of ridicule in the popular press of his time. Mm. So not really aside. That's the reason. George also had a reputation for, quote, lusty rumps, unquote. Mm. Who doesn't? He's a booty. Yeah. Booty butt, booty butt, booty butt cheeks. Several mistresses and many an uh, illegitimate child. Hey, hey baby. Getting it in. Hey, baby. You uh, think you could do that Dublin drop for me? I'm just saying. I mean, they say I'm poorly, but I'm poorly for a reason. You know what I'm saying. I'm just saying the King of Game of Thrones didn't get all that shit for just not being skinny. Right. I mean. He, he did he, die, though. He, he was a king did, and yeah. had an abundance of wealth, so yeah. I'm sure And his could... wife did fuck her brother instead and of an him. an abundance of, uh, you know. <clears throat> well, that's true, too. When he was 23 years old... Kink shaman. Right. Georgie fell in love with a... 
Do not. (laughs) (laughs) I am allowed to shame incest. I know in Alabama that's confusing, but we're in Georgia right now. And I'm from Pennsylvania and we will shame it. That's fine. Still That's roll fine. Tide, Still yeah, roll, roll tide. tide. Can I get a roll tide? Roll tide. I don't know what that means. I mean, Europeans do it. Who doesn't do it? Look at the queen. Yeah, Everybody yeah, was yeah. sucking her off till she died. <laughs> Did she have like sessions for that? You had to get like, yeah. a ticket. It was like it was like, and... and but you could only get in if you were related to her. Right, which was crazy. Uh-huh. They got in. I have to cut all of that. Cut all of this. Why? Because I made fun of a uh, what are they matriarch? Yeah. Well, it's not a matriarchal society. It's not even technically still an. Um, I can't think of the other word for like the king. Patriarchy. It's not patriarchy. Matriarchy. Oligarchy. With an R, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. It's not a oligarchy. Kings and queens. Ella here with a minor correction in post. I believe the word my drunk ass was trying to come up with was regency, which would have been wrong anyway, and we should have just stuck to monarchy. So if you are or were yelling at us in frustration, I am here to validate you. We are this dumb, but we make no apologies for it. Now, back to Georgie Porgy. Because they have a parliament. Oh, okay. And their royal figureheads are figureheads. That's all they are. Like, yeah. now. It's just like... Yeah. What kind of heads? Figurehead. Oh, figure. 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 Figurehead. <laughs> so, when our boy Georgie was 23, he <laughs> fell in love with the beautiful Maria Ann Fitzherbert. Come on, come on, come on, He was so besotted with her... All. Nope, you're not done. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta, you gotta get that next one. That was it. We're good now. Nothing could be better than if you could light my dreams Liar. <laughs> with golden gleams. That's all I know. For now. Till she starts talking again. Miles, don't you dare fill in the rest. <laughs> I was just gonna say red, golden, green. Red, golden, green. <laughs> you should tell your podcast. Ooh, that's a good that's idea, me. Idea. I know, I'm mocking myself. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us more about the Church of the Poison Mark. I mean, uh... All right. He was so besotted with Maria that he persuaded her to go through with a secret marriage. Besotomy. The marriage would never have been allowed as Maria was a commoner and Roman Catholic. Ew. 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 George later went on to marry Catherine of Brunswick, whom he despised so much that he even had her banned from his coronation. Damn. And so George had made both the women in his life miserable, thus kissed the girls and made them cry. I get it. George was a great fan of bare-knuckle boxing, though he was personally weak as heck. During one of the illegal prize fights that George attended... A boxer was knocked to the floor and died of his injuries. Do <laughs> you know if that was, was a glug glug from the picture? Was he laughing? <laughs> I thought the picture was going... <laughs> 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 
It was muffled laughter. I didn't want to laugh at somebody dying, but it was just... It was just too funny. Sorry to that person. Who cares? He was a king. Anyway, George was frightened of being implicated, so the prince made a very quick exit. Thus, when the boys come out to play, Georgie Porgy ran away. Talking about that popo. When the popo come out, Georgie Porgy gonna run away. All right. I think it's Miles' turn. It sure turn. is. <laughs> Let me see if I get another sloth. Here's one I've never heard of before in my life. Good old Lucy Lockett. Lucy Lockett. Had a pocket full of... Okay, let me stop. Because I don't know how that tune goes. <laughs> it makes me think of Bob's Burgers when Gene's trying to teach that kid to <laughs> pop and lock yes. for the Sasquatch helmet. <laughs> Lucy, lock it. Lost her pocket. (laughs) So this one also has an original and an alternate. Mm. The original. We we prefer to call them multiverses. Yes. Lucy Lockett lost her pocket. Kitty Fisher found it. Mm. Not a penny was there in it. Only ribbon round it. Mm -hmm. The alternate is Lucy Lockett lost her pocket. Kitty Fisher found it. Nothing in it. Nothing in it. But a binder round it. All right, boys, what do we think this rhyme is about? Being poor as fuck. Yeah. How do you lose a pocket? Yeah. She was dumb. She was dumb as hell. She was. <laughs> <laughs> this one is about poverty. Poverty and not keeping up with what is given to you. There's probably a historical figure that this directly refers to. Maybe it's about Lucille Ball in the 1950s. <laughs> Written hundreds of years before the time. Hundreds well, of years before. They're like, there's going to be this redheaded lady, and she's going to have her own TV show, all right? And she's going to marry a Spaniard. She's going to marry the Spaniard. A Cuban, actually. Ella so he, is so close to this right now. <laughs> she loses The Locket, which is a TV show after the show got canceled. And then uh, Kitty found it. Which would be Kitty Pride from, the, from the, that '70s show, and uh, she carried on the tradition of women in comedy in uh, TV shows. There you go. Yep, that sounds accurate. Dragon Street Bourbon. That's spit facts and truth. Did you say a cat fight between prostitutes? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell. I thought whiskey was going to shoot out of my nostrils. <laughs> this happened to me before. That would be a pain that I... That's why I gave you that. I was ready. I was like, it, it's going to happen. Today's the day. <laughs> oh. Uh. This nursery rhyme is basically a famous spat between two <laughs> famous 18th century courtesans to Charles II. Whores. A pocket would have been a pouch worn around the waist... By women in the 17th to 19th centuries. Lucy Lockett may have been a barmaid at Ye Old Cock Tavern. (laughs) Shut up. In Fleet Street, London. Her regular customer may have been the pocket, quote unquote, who ran out of moolah to pay for fun times and thus got dumped. The broke man turned to Kitty, who finds that his pocket is already empty i.e. not a penny to it. The ribbon refers to a customer amongst prostitutes 
to keep their banknotes tied to their thighs with a ribbon. I'm sorry. It, that was an autocorrect. The ribbon refers to a custom among prostitutes <laughs> to keep their banknotes tied to their thighs with a ribbon. <laughs> I'll do this. I don't know why you're asking me. It seems like you can do it yourself. But So basically, it's a uh, what's that it's called? A corset? A corset, yeah. Yeah. Mm. How is that basically a corset? Wait, not a corset. What's the thing that they like? A garter? A garter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is not. No, I know. Of course, it's the thing that they put around their waist and shit. Yeah. yeah, I just, I just imagine I don't a know woman female... making a tiny corset <laughs> for her thigh <laughs> and putting. Just <laughs> <laughs> my thigh corset. That would be so expensive for no fucking reason at all. <laughs> And most courses, you have to get like somebody to tie the back of them. Right. So you have like right. a friend or your customer <laughs> tying right. the back of it. I'm with you. Yeah. yeah. It could have been a Yeah, for yeah. sure. Show off them thigh yeah. titties. Yeah. Just think of these dumbass rich yeah. bitches wearing an expensive corset and then also <laughs> tying <laughs> one on their thigh. <laughs> you like that? Like what you see? Okay. Let's get back corset. up here. Kitty may be taunting Lucy for dumping her love and Kitty getting him. Mm. That's the end of that. So, next person draw. Hey, boys and girls. Here's something to put you to sleep. A tale of some hoes fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Oranges and limons. I don't know that one. Oranges and lemons. I don't know that one either. Okay. Orangutans and, and lemons. So lemurs and lemmings, they're the same thing. Okay. So the oranges and lemons nursery rhyme goes. Oranges and lemons, say the bells of St. Clement's. You owe me five farthings, say the bells of St. Martin's. When will you pay me, say the bells of Old Bailey. When I grow rich, say the bells of Shoreditch. And when will that be, say the bells of Steepney? Oh, I do not know, say the great bells of Bow. Here comes a candle to light you to bed. And here comes a chopper to chop off your head. It's lovely. Oh. It's lovely. All right, boys. What do we think this rhyme is about? Taxation and the murder of those who refused or could not pay. What was the name of the thing? Oranges, Oranges and lemons. Oh, <laughs> I thought that might be <laughs> the bitter <laughs> taste of society. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Did you say an execution walk? I sure that's did. right. This one follows a condemned man en route. To his execution. Well, what was with the five farthings then? And the lemon. And when can you pay me? Oh, he's hanging from a lemon tree. I got it. I got it. No, 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 no. He got his head chopped off. Guillotine. They or just an axe. Put some lemons on it. Or an axe, yeah. Provide a little bit of a spritz. <laughs> I heard flare. lemon in the open womb does wonders. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah, yeah, I was about to say, I heard they blink for 11 seconds when their head gets mm-hmm. chopped off. Quick, put lemon put juice lemon so juice he's still in, in pain. That's it. <laughs> You'll feel this, you asshole. <laughs> so the locations mentioned are famous. Suck on this lemon while you ride the chariot to hell, you son of a bitch. You demon son of a bitch. <laughs> what did he do? He littered. <laughs> <laughs> what did, oh, he had to do something? 
I'm sorry. That must have not been on the news yet. (laughs) (laughs) The locations mentioned are famous London churches. In the 18th century, church bells would ring to signal to the public that they could gather for some good old world entertainment. Public execution. Don't want to see execution? I, I mean... I meant to say, like, emphasize good old world entertainment, but I was like, I'm just going to read in an order of notes I haven't looked at for two months. <laughs> <laughs> the theme of debt and poverty is extra dark from an era rife with the struggles. French Revolution. Hey. Is that when it, when it was? Around, like, where was it? Where did it originate? Uh, it did not say. Most of these originated in England. Oh, London churches. All the churches yeah, mentioned London are London, church. so. Yeah. I've been there once. I was not executed. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Thank you for letting us know. I was worried. I was like, maybe she was executed. And maybe we're seeing ghosts. Well. She's a witch, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that is true. Valid. Continuity, continuity. So we have one left because it didn't work out evenly. Because I I counted my picture of the slot. My turn. I know, but we're going to read it together. You wasted your turn because you That's didn't give up your say. sloth. Humpty Dumpty. Oh, he sat on some balls. We ended on yeah, a did. classic. Humpty Dumpty sat on his balls. Screamed uh. so loud, he woke up all y'alls. <laughs> Are you ready? Well, which cat is tearing up? Well, I am. Okay. Waleem. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Please. I was waiting for my cat to be done. <laughs> He's being very rude. Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again. All right, boys. What do we think this rhyme is about? I have no idea. Um, This is about the British class system falling off the wall. And rebelling against the queen because she they wouldn't let them. She wouldn't let them build London Bridge. Right, and she was being mean to indigenous people and stealing from slaves and people who had been there. <coughs> and they were just like, "Hell no, nah, queen! You ain't gonna do that shit!" And they pushed her ass off a wall. I think it was about the faking of the moon landing. The wall being the moon. Mm. And Written the Humpty. before the moon landing. This yeah. Is about, this is it, was, it was a blueprint of how to do it. Yeah. It was about the Pink Floyd album, The Wall. Um, I'm sorry, the, the song. Was it was sorry. written by Nostradamus, if y'all didn't know. Was it? No. Yeah. Mm. He was like, you know what? I'm tired of actual predictions. I'm going to make this one a nursery rhyme so the children can grow up. And right. maybe stay the hand of fate. The wall. That's what it's about. Pink Floyd, the wall. Because we don't need no education. And you better run like hell. Did you say a broken cannon mm-hmm. and a disgraced monarch? Mm-hmm. I should have fucking known that. That's right. She said it. I said that. I said that. Humpty Dumpty may actually have been a massive siege cannon that was used by royalist forces, the king's men, 
during the English Civil War from 1642 to 1651. Interesting fact, though. It got its name Humpty Dumpty because most of the soldiers decided to fuck it, so Mm. they humped it. And then when the king found out, he was like, we got to get rid of this thing. Take it out back and dump it. And so they dumped it, so they named it Humpty Dumpty. They were very lonely out there on the front lines. Yeah, they were like, that's a big hole. Or, in reality... The Royalists hauled Humpty Dumpty to the top of the church tower at St. Mary at the Walls for the 11 weeks Humpty sat on the wall and blasted away at the attacking parliamentarian roundhead troops, defending the town. I'm just saying, mounting cannons on your church isn't very Christ-like. How else are you going to protect yourself? Uh, I'm sorry, I thought faith was enough. Humpty's great fall came when the church tower was eventually blown up by the roundheads and he couldn't be put together again as he had fallen into and gotten buried in the deep surrounding marshland. Without Humpty Dumpty as a defense, the king's men were soon overrun and the king himself eventually lost the war and his head. Hmm. Good. One more fucking... Another brick in the wall. Yeah. Yeah. According to the Oxford English Dictionary in the 17th century, the term Humpty Dumpty referred to a drink of brandy boiled with ale. But in the 15th century, Humpty Dumpty was also 18th century reduplicative slang. Is that a a real word? Apparently. For a short and clumsy person or a big old dum-dum. Oh, and it so may me. have been a direct insult Whoa. to King Charles I. Charlie. King Charlie. Ella here again with kind of crummy news. It seems our computer and our recording software were experiencing some communication difficulties with each other near the end of our session. And the result of that was... To put it lightly, um, distorted audio files from hell. Yeah, that, that seems about right. We tried our best to clean it up. We defaulted to an expert and additional editing software. When I was about ready to go full witch on my computer. But um, this is the most that we could salvage of the episode. And while the three of us fully intend to re-record the last nursery rhyme... We are three adults with full-time jobs and responsibilities, and unfortunately, we weren't able to do it before releasing, but we wanted to make sure we at least gave you guys some content. Please look forward to a final bonus nursery rhyme at a later date, and we apologize for this shortened episode and the drop in audio quality that you may hear in our outro and our post-credits. Um... I guess that's it. Turning it back over to the gang once more, which includes me. So I'm back to speaking in the third person. This is going well. I don't think I should be left alone with a mic anymore. Send help. We're done. We're done. I hope you guys enjoyed the uh, nursery rhymes and our takes on them. We hope you guys really enjoyed, you know, what we got for you. It was a uh, an episode that we we, we we came from the heart, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it just really, 
we put a lot into it. It was like going into these nursery rhymes, you know, and uh, thank you for listening. You know, it's really, really, it touches us in a consensual way. Thank you. Ooh, baby, I like it raw. Ooh, baby, I like it raw. Shimmy, shimmy, ya, shimmy, yo, shimmy, yay. Give me the mic so I can take it away. I just want to say I'm sorry my intro had like no real like theme or feeling because um it was just accurate and I am really tired. It was ODB. We got yeah. it. Yeah, we freaking yeah. picked it up. That was the outro. Well, yeah, but it took us until the outro to get that's what she was really talking uh, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's okay. See, now I'm out of it. I don't know. Right? It's all good. I got to help everybody bring it back. Dragons drink bourbon. But we three drink more. Poor Ella. Poor Everybody Ella. say a prayer for us since there's nothing useful you can do. Break it down. Oh, I'm going to go take a nap. company how about a whiskey company did uh, you say whiskey. yes that's right <laughs> well look no further dragon <laughs> is looking for a sponsor what can we do for you the same thing we've been doing on this podcast <laughs> what can you do for us sponsor us with some bourbon oh we'll give you shout outs and we'll drink the hell out of it We'll give you shout-outs until you don't want them anymore. And even when you don't want them anymore? You'll still get them. Facts. And truth. Can you say, give these weirdo money? That's right! (laughs) (laughs) Please tell me we're still recording. That should have been a great outro. That was a good outro. I'm going to hit stop now. Oh, it was recording, yeah! Got it! Original music by Maria Vincent and art by Something by LP. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at ddb.podcast. You may also email us at dragonsdrinkbourbon at gmail.com. These notes were not written well. Cut these, cut these, cut these. I've no one to blame. How strange. (laughs)